You're a nigga though. I like your style, son. Thank you for tuning in to Soul for Thoughts Podcast, a weekly podcast where we discuss topics from music, politics, relationships, to issues that affect our black community. A very entertaining podcast. You won't be disappointed. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to Soul for Thoughts Podcast. A podcast where the discussion will rock your soul. It's uncensored and no topic is off limits. Subject matters may be provocative and just downright offensive, but shit, at the end of the day, hey, we're just going to tell it like it is. The day that the black man takes an uncompromising step and realizes that he's within his rights, when his own freedom is being jeopardized to use any means necessary to bring about his freedom or put a halt to the injustice, I don't think he'll be by himself. Malcolm X. There can be no peace among men and nations so long as the strong continues to oppress the weak, so long as injustice is done to other people. Just so long we will have cause for war and make a lasting peace and impossibility. Marcus Garvin. You don't fight racism with racism. The best way to fight racism is with solidarity. Bobby Seale. I'm no longer accepting the things I cannot change. I'm changing the things I cannot accept. Sister Angela Davis. Those who make peaceful revolution impossible make violent resolution inevitable. JFK. What's good, family? I'm your host, Slick P, and this is episode 25. I hope each and every one is healthy and safe. I want to send some protect vibes to help shield y'all from other people's hatred. It's a lot of hatred out there right now. Y'all know by now, I have nothing but love for y'all. And for the most part, I try to be political correct on issues. But this issue today, that blacks are facing now, that we've been facing for hundreds of years, is something that I can't and something that I refuse to be political correct about. I put off doing the episode because I had nothing positive to say or to give y'all. And I still don't really have nothing positive to say. But after this episode, I may gain new followers. I may lose a few followers. I may rub someone the wrong way. Or this might be exactly what you need to hear. But after this episode, if you don't already know where I stand... You will clearly know where I stand and how I feel. There will be no if, ands, or buts about it. No straddling the fence. To open up the year, I stated we would be loud and boisterous this year. <laughs> but I had no idea that we'd be getting loud in this way. In the words of Tupac, I heard y'all tearing up shit out there, kicking up dust, giving a motherfucker. 
<laughs> I ain't mad at you. Rest in power to brother George Floyd, who lost his life to a terrorist attack at the hands of a coward, a racist. We are being killed way too much by the people who are supposed to serve and protect us. I guess they don't serve and protect anybody that's not black. A lot of people don't agree with the rioting, violence, the destruction, and the looting. But I personally don't mind it. I support whatever it takes to make us heard. Not only are white people speaking out in rage about the protests, but there are black people mad about the buildings and other things getting messed up as well. First of all, if you're not black, then you shouldn't open your mouth to tell someone who is black how to respond to injustice. I heard shit like, what is rioting going to solve? They tearing down their own community. They're not out there for justice. They had that just to steal. So fucking what? I mean, have y'all forgotten this country was built on all that? They stole us from Africa and made us work for free to build this motherfucker up. They stole this land from the Indians. They burnt down houses while black families slept at night, burnt down churches, burnt black Wall Street and other thriving black businesses to the ground. America have wars all the time in other countries for resources. Yeah, the media tell us that we are fighting terrorism when in actuality, we're killing innocent people, destroying buildings and destroying their homes for resources. They continue to oppress us with laws and other various systematic tactics and those business owners who own the property that y'all so worried about. They sit back and don't say shit as this oppression and injustice continues to take place. Hell, most of them are part of the problem. Salute to the business owners like Burnham who understand it's not personal and there are casualties in every war. Burner owns the cooking store on Melrose in Los Angeles. It was vandalized during the riots in LA. He came out on his IG and made a video saying he's not mad at what happened to his store. He understands what's going on and it's not anything directed towards him personally. He said he can rebuild a store, but he can't bring back another life. Now that's some real shit. Let's be honest. Most of this business if not all have insurance and it will be reimbursed. And if any black stores was hit or destroyed, I'm sure the rioters didn't know and it wasn't done intentionally. When people are out there raging, they're on go mode. They don't have time to select and access if something is black owned or not. For the ones screaming, we're tearing up our own community must not know the percentage of black wealth and ownership in America. Nine times out of 10, it's not our shit that they are tearing up. And also, there were videos of undercover cops as well as other racists looting and destroying property. Not just black who you want to solely point your finger at. But we should be the bigger person, huh? Turn the other cheek, huh? Nah, enough of that. For the ones in the back and the ones that's at home on the computer complaining about rioting, the violence in the burning buildings, let me give y'all a little history lesson. It's this thing called the American Revolutionary War 
that's etched in America's history where the American people use rioting, violence, and they burnt buildings revolting from the control of the British. The Haitians did the same thing in the ha Haitian Revolution um, to earn their independence from France. So what y'all seeing is nothing new and it has been proven to lead to results. Then you have the ones screaming, it costs money to go to war or get your money up to go to war. You even hear it in hip hop songs. Memphis Bleak had a song, My Mind Right. I got my mind right, money right, ready for war. Tupac even said it on Against All Eyes. You said don't go to war unless I got my money right. I got my money right now. Now I want war. So that mentality does hold weight. But what do you do when war is raised against you? And if y'all didn't know, America waged war on us hundreds of years ago. We just haven't fought back. So what are you going to do? Stand and fight or lay down and die? So for thoughts don't promote violence, but also don't promote being submissive and laying down. So for thoughts promotes anti-violence and not non-violence. I seen a post that defined these terms perfectly. The post said, non-violent means you will not engage in violence at all. Anti-violent means I'm against violence, but the men that you are a threat to me or my family, I will send you to the upper room. Preach. To those that say rioting and other means of force is not the solution, then please enlighten me on what is the solution then. Because they come with these half-assed statements without offering a solution to take place of the rioting. If you're going to tell somebody what they're doing is wrong or not helping, then at least have an alternative to offer them. So, what are y'all's suggestions? Follow Dr. King and do peaceful protests and marches? Guess what? They killed him too. They shot him on the Lorraine balcony and then they finished him in the hospital. He was peaceful and non-violent. Why people keep quoting him and referencing him like he was so beloved by them? Stop with the bullshit. They think saying a few MLK quotes is supposed to calm us down. Clowns. They marched and marched and we still in the same predicament. So, is that really the answer? They say doing the same thing and expecting different results is the definition of insanity. Or, are we supposed to just pray and let God? Are we not his vessels? Does he not work through us? They say faith without work is dead. So you got to put in that work. Marcus Garvey once said, we must give up the silly idea of folding our hands and waiting on God to do everything for us. If God had intended for that, then he would not have given us a mind. Whatever you want in life, you must make up your mind and do it for yourself. I don't know about y'all, but I want real freedom. I want justice. 
I want to stay alive to watch my kids grow up and watch their kids grow up. I want to be financial free without having to double the work on my counterpart or jump through hoops. So I will stand and fight against injustice, fight against oppression. I will fight for humanity. My friend told me, we have to get in power. Even though I see that that's a long-term goal, I still agree. We do have to put the right people in the right positions of power. How do we do that? They said we must vote. Okay. But our votes must not be wasted. That's what we've been doing for the past few elections is wasting our votes. Wasting our votes how? What are you talking about, Slick? I'm talking about we waste our votes by voting for the lesser of the two evils. Neither choice is good, so we vote for who is less evil. That's not effective. So we must start locally and vote as a unit. We have to vote on one accord and the candidate has to be for us. A candidate that's willing to go against the corrupt system, one that can't be bought or compromised. A lot of times we think a candidate has our best interests at heart, so we give them our vote. They get elected, then they get a case of amnesia. They forget about all the things they promised you and about all the things they said they would do. Or when it's time to take action, they turn their back for a lump sum. Money becomes their conscience. That's why we have to be careful when we boosting these celebrities to be spokesperson for the community or the political leaders. They are rich and also capitalists. The great Fred Hampton once said, we say you don't fight capitalism with no black capitalism. You fight capitalism with socialism. Socialism is the people. If you're afraid of socialism, you're afraid of yourself. Tell me why they always using black celebrities to try to calm us down or make us peaceful. I seen what Killer Mike and T.I. gave a speech with Mayor Keisha on Bottoms telling the rioter, rioters in Atlanta to go home and stop tearing up the city. Killer Mike stated that they should plot, plan, strategize, and mobilize. While I agree with some of his statement, and he probably meant well. Nah, I know he meant well. But it just sounded like he was trying to save capitalism in Atlanta. Him and his celebrity friends probably have a lot of local business in the area, and they wanted to protect that more than supporting the outrage, the outcry of the black people. What I don't get is that Killer Mike supports having guns, and he talks all the time about defending yourself and about the Second Amendment, but then get on national TV and tell the citizens to stop rioting, go home. That just seemed hypocritical to me. Like he's being bought. I made a post on social media the other day saluting the great leaders of the past who fought injustice and stood for what they believed to be right, even if it meant losing endorsements, losing other financial gains, if it meant that their image would take a hit. Somebody who has taken on that role currently is LeBron James. He always speak out for injustice. 
And he put his money into groups and organizations that fight for change. See, we need all that. We need the people with money to fund the war. We need the soldiers on the ground who's not afraid to get active. Who's not afraid to snap some collars and let them know we're here to take them out anytime we feel like it. We need the teachers who will teach the youth. The politicians or people in top positions to help push and change laws. And we also need the peaceful protesters. Everybody has a role to play and we need to come together, organize, and be on code to be effective towards change. Don't compromise yourself or turn a blind eye to injustice for money or financial gain. Many people believe that capitalism breeds black oppression. Throughout history, many black leaders spoke against capitalism for what it did to our people. My solution is to overthrow the whole system. That's how we could fix all this mess. But since that seems impossible, I encourage people to play their game and win at it. That's why I promote financial freedom and literacy. Money may not solve all the problems, but gives you a foot in the race. Let's get to the point where we don't need America and make America need us. But remember, no matter how much money you have or how much success you obtain, at the end of the day, you are still black and that alone makes you a target. While we burning down buildings, let's think about buying those buildings. Buy back and build up the block. If they refuse to sell, burn it down till they agree to sell it. That's revolutionary. When Jay-Z said, please don't die of a neighborhood that your mama written, take your drug money and buy the neighborhood, that's how you rinse it. Whew. We all felt that. So let's do more than just recite the lyrics. While y'all looting, stop going for material bullshit and get something that's going to help you once the smoke clears. That's revolutionary. Stop hitting retail stores and hit the business of importance. Change your targets. <laughs> Y'all see what I did though? Change your target. You know the targets have been going up in flames, but there was no pun intended. People would say a rioting don't work, but I promise you we got their attention. The question is, what's next? Let's make our next move our best move. Today, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I have with me a familiar voice. Wife, tell our family, hey. Hi, what's going on, Sofa Thoughts family? I want to ask you a few questions to get a female perspective on what's going on. You ready? Sure, let's get to it. How do you feel as a black woman that has a black husband and have black sons? honestly I'm I'm afraid I'm afraid that one day it can be one of y'all I'm upset I'm filled with anger and rage and it hurts even more to the fact that our ancestors have been fighting for years for us to even have freedom and to this day we still fighting for change 
Right, we're like we don't even know what freedom is. No, we never. It's like we never even got it. They give us a little inch and take take a mile away from us. We we're not. We haven't gotten anywhere. We're still in the same spot, if not worse. How do you prepare our kids to live in a world where they are hated for the color of their skin? Um, uh, first and foremost, I would say it's pretty hard because you know we we have two black boys that that in. And it's a little bit easier for our eight-year-old, but our five-year-old is kind of like, what's going on? But I think the the first thing is starting out by having open and honest conversations. Like, I remember growing up, it always was stay in a child's place. And, and when stuff do happen, you know, that we don't speak on it. We just sleep underneath the rug and, and basically just trip over and just learn how to live with him. I say, but me personally having those real conversations when my kids ask me things I explain it to them in the best of my ability for them to be able to understand it and if some reason I'm not comfortable depending on what it is then I'll tell them to wait you know wait till your daddy get home we're gonna go more into detail we're gonna go from there but I start really by speaking life into them letting them know how important they are how beautiful they are how much they are loved and I do it on a daily basis because I know I have to because if I don't do it they're not gonna get it from nobody else yeah, that's very important. I think all parents, not only black parents, like if you have kids, you have to speak that life into your kids. Let them know that they can be anything they want to be. Just be that positive image, that positive vibe for them because there's a lot of negativity in this world. So let, let, at least at home, that's a positive vibe, a positive atmosphere. And because um, they definitely going to get tried out here. They definitely will get tried. Absolutely. How do you feel about the riots and the protests that have taken place since the death of George Floyd? Um, I would say for one, it's I'm I'm against violence. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not. A, I try not to be a violent person at all. But I do understand, and I feel it. And I also feel that it's it's much needed. I know people are mad and you know upset about what's going on, but I feel that it's really much needed. We as in black people. Are really just tired i mean we fed up and we fed up with injustice that's just really what it boiled down to we want our voices heard and it seems to have gotten attention now it is a better way that we can handle things yes it, it really is but to me people people are mad about stores getting burned down but what about black wall street kkk been been burning down homes and business and people for years but ain't nobody been upset about that. It's been going on. And it's like, it's okay. As long as it's burning us, it's been fine. But let's not, we just cannot forget the years of oppression. We can't forget it. It lives with us every day. Yeah, I think it's basically America's karma. Like, all the hurt and oppression that you have showed us, the um, giving, giving us um, your ass to kiss, it's definitely coming back to bite them in the ass. Like, the, the outrage, the anger is pouring out now. Like people cannot hold it in, people can't suppress it or just pass it off. They they want to do something, and the only way they know how to do is to lash out in anger, riot, and tell stuff. Right. And if you ain't to that point, then you probably can't understand, and you shouldn't tell people. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. Cause you're not in their shoes. You don't know how they feel. Absolutely. So that's why I say I support whatever to get us heard. Is that how you want to get us heard? 
then go ahead and do it. I don't I don't have a problem with that. I know a lot of people are like, shoot, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die trying to make a change. Right. So. What you think is a possible solution if there's any? <laughs> I don't know if there ever be a solution, to be honest with you. Um, I would say that. I would say what we can do is 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 rewrite some plans or put some more plans into motion that need to be in place for people who who are in power, like in upper power, so they'd be held accountable for what's going on. Right. Like the chief of police, the the mayors, the governors, you know, if things, you know, keep happening that's like injustice, like these murders and things going on and and it's not civil, it's it's not, it's not civil for us and the rest are not being made quickly, then someone in a higher position need to be stepping down. That's why I feel like it's very important that we start going out and going out to vote at these local elections so we can start getting some some people in office that's better for us. Accountability is definitely needed. Um, we can't continue to turn a blind eye to these situations because they become a rampant one after the other, one after the other. Like, when that's what's it, been happening. When is enough is enough. And we're at that. It's been enough, but now it's it's more of a eye opener. You know, it's it's been happening. You know, our, our black men and women have been you know being killed over and over again. But this last one really took really took a toll on me. Seeing that man laying there screaming for his mama, I'm not even old enough to be his mama, and I was hurt. Like I couldn't I, I couldn't even believe I can even finish watching it. I, I was crying. Yeah. It, it 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 really broke me down yeah, in that, the inside. That video was very disturbing. Um, I can only watch it once. And like I said, yeah, I can't watch it again. I'm surprised I stomached that video. Like, there's nothing that should be continuing to be shared, and that's what we do. Is like we share trauma over the internet. People recording the these incidents, but instead of helping, like help them, stop recording, help, put down the phones. I, I agree with you that too, but also I feel that if it's not recorded, we it ain't gonna get as much attention as. As it is gonna get if it is recorded. Right, right. I, I agree. So I mean, I know you know some everybody got an agenda. So some people just want to post negative things, but at the same time, I mean, I mean more could have been done. I definitely do agree. But if we wasn't, re- if somebody wasn't recording it, we, we wouldn't even knew about it. Exactly, man. Or people wouldn't even believe it if you told them. Then people say. There are some good cops, which I'm probably sure there is, but... Oh, I believe there is. Where are these good where, cops? Where are they? Where are they? <laughs> when it, when I mean, I know a few. <laughs> I like, know a few, but they ain't here with me. So, you know, they're not here to protect and serve. And then the thing is about... We talk about cops and police and the chiefs and things like that. Protect and serve, It, I feel that it, it has a different meaning on who it's with. Right. You know? And, you know, I... I think they, I think they need to do a little bit more better with it. It, it should be, it should be a straight shot. It should be no gray areas, no black and white. Exactly. Yeah, they, they all being trained the correct way, or all being trained one way. When anything gets switched up, that's an eye opener. Right. Investigate, see what's going on. You got different, and you got different, um, you know, police doing different things. They got different, different cases attached to them. When y'all gonna start opening it up and see what the world going on? Yeah. Something happened one time, boom. If it happened again, oh no. We need to be breaking it down. Let's figure out what's going on. We need to get them out of here. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of cover-ups going on. It's too many. It's too many. And that, and that's really what it, that's where it lies. And that's why we need to have somebody, that's why we need accountability. If y'all going to cover it up, take the jobs. Right. Take the jobs. Chief of police, switch them out. Get a new one. Switch the mayors. 
Switch the governor. Switch them. Because apparently y'all going to cover it up. We don't need you anyways. Well, you ain't doing us no good. You ain't doing us no good at all. Mm, you're hurting us because you're leaving them out there. I agree with you. You to kill us. A lot of white people were at these protests over the weekend. Do you think more white people should come out and be vocal, especially the ones who love our culture? Ah, shoot. Absolutely. Absolutely. We support different cultures all the time. And I actually love the fact that they're supporting us because it's a lot of them that's being silent at this time where their voices should be very vocal. They should be they should be very vocal right now with their voices. Our lives are in danger, and it's not the time for anybody to be silent. I read this quote the other day by Benjamin Franklin, Franklin, and it said that justice will not be served until those that are unaffected are as, as outraged as those who are. Mm. And that right there spoke volume to me. Mm, that's a deep quote. Yeah, I think um they definitely need to be vocal. Like I'm been going through social media looking. Like people who say they're cool in front of me, if you being silent, I'm I'm watching you. I'm I'm looking at you. It's a lot of silent. So if if you silent on us, be silent when you see me. Don't speak to me. Absolutely. Be silent then. Like it's no you with me or you against me. There's no, there's no middle line. There's no, you can't straddle the fence here. Not, okay. a, not another issue. Not with me anyway. You probably can with other people, but that ain't flying with me. But I thank you for sharing your views with us, your soulful thoughts. And, um, you know, it's always a pleasure to have you. Well, thanks for and having me. This, this is a new year. This is your first time. You need to come <laughs> visit us a, a little bit more. Yeah, I have my hands tied up, but, you know, I'm always here to support any way I can. Always. Well, it's the beginning of the month, so that means it's time to introduce a new book of the month. The book of the month for June is The Spook Who Sat By The Door. The book is considered a classic in black literacy. This book was published in 1969 and it talks about the civil rights fight of the 60s, but it's still so relevant to this day. It also talks about how the first black CIA agent infiltrated the CIA and later gave the secrets of the government out from subversion to guerrilla warfare. I suggest if you haven't read it already, to go get you a copy ASAP. A real good book. Nisser even referenced this book in his song Blue Laces 2 off the Victory Lap album. I'm the spook by the door. This is Infiltration. This week's album of the week isn't anything new, but it's an album I feel is relatable for the times. This week's album of the week is Kendrick's Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly. A lot of people refer to this album as Kendrick's weakest album, but to me, it's his strongest. Far as concepts and meaning goes behind the whole project and songs, it's a timeless piece of artwork. It has a funk and jazz vibe, but offers a lot of black pride bars. This album makes you think, but it also makes you feel good about being black at the same time. I love this album, and that's why it's the album of the week. It's that time again to wrap things up. This is really refreshing. 
to finally get my thoughts out there to y'all about what's going on. We're going to get through those. We're going to see change. Sometimes we have to step away from the chaos to see the bigger picture and get a better insight. Just stay true to yourself and true to your beliefs. I'm thankful for all the support that y'all continue to show. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and share Sofa Thoughts. Make sure to tap on the dots, circle, half cloud, arrow, or whatever it may be, and download this episode. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Sofa Thoughts Podcast. Hit me up with your thoughts, topic suggestions, or just show love. But before I go, some people have ads about showing support monetary. You can cash at me at using the dollar sign Marcus X Pate. Again, that's dollar sign Marcus X Pate. Marcus is M-R-C-U-S. Pate, P-A-T-E. Thank you once again. Until next time, keep those thoughts soulful. Love.